Spike's bedroom. Here we here we are. <laughs> I mean, we are live. And if you think we're wearing clothes, that's cute. Right. No, it's too hot to wear clothes in Vegas yeah. this time of year. We have a special red YouTube uh, station <laughs> lined up for our naked casino podcast. Right. We know that there's a lot of people into that. We're the first ones. Yep, and I'm Irish, so you're going to have to zoom in if you want to see something. <laughs> Just wait till the video part comes. It's going to be awesome. <clears throat> yeah, and you know you know what they say about the Irish, right? They have red hair? That, they do say that, but they say red nose, short hose. Because <laughs> <laughs> we drink too much and we have little dicks. Is that is that not politically correct? It was politically funny. I know, I know yeah. Fucking... <laughs> Eat my tiny penis. How's that? Is that am I on the same track? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Same same thing. <laughs> I mean, we are naked, so. <laughs> anyway, um, so Spike was on vacation, so we had a throwback show, I guess. I mean, yeah, like it was one of our originals. So we really we just wanted to put something out there. It was a long episode, so I we cut it into two parts. So that last part was really. Not a lot of casino talk at all. So yeah, some and people we were... said something, and, I, and any critiques are fine. I, I take them all with a grain of salt. I want to hear what you like, what you don't like. I don't know. Please tell us, so because that's what we need to know what you think, man. Yeah. Otherwise, we input. have no idea. We're just recording, it and then we're just like, I don't know if people like it or not. Nobody says anything. Yep. And I'm not gonna lie, I might completely ignore what you say because I don't trust your opinion. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the input and I'll say okay. All right. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> Either way, we're happy. We're not yeah. going to get mad about yeah, it. That's please. for sure. Please. Please speak up. We had some nice feedback from some people online. Some people want to come and be on the show. So yeah. we're getting to that. We just It's just a matter of logistics. It is. And uh, getting the right place to do it because our kids are out of school right now. Yeah. And so it's, it's kind of hard. It's, it's cramped in the bedroom. Yeah, so I'm. Th- <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking maybe the uh, after summer when the kids are back in school, right? We will have a, an easier go at it, which is not that far away. No, man. it's like a month. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. I, I'm okay with that because summer crushes me. Right. Because well, school I, lets me sleep. School does, yeah. But I also I you know. But then it's vacation time for us. We get to get away, and so it's nice put a suntan on my pasty white vegas skin i don't even yeah. know how that exists how i could go on vacation and start off the palest person there <laughs> yeah coming from vegas where the sun is always fucking out it's like there are so many pasty white people here who just you know i go in i go out right well, hello still, swing shift yeah i still grab an extra freckle just running into a 7-eleven but it's <laughs> just the problems of a ginger Vegas in the summertime I'm Although just, I, it was way more I sweated way more back in the Midwest It was crazy Well, yeah you had Humidity So it's it's a different thing Oh, it was rough Yeah I'm, I'm lucky though I have a greasy skin So It's uh, I don't know The dry's fine for me It doesn't hurt me It doesn't really affect me Perfect Yeah Hey, we're now my, uh, Terrence got a new mic So we're now uh, Mike Twins a couple people were saying that we sounded Twinning. a little bit different, so now we should be more along the same yep. uh, sound level. Yep. Equal levels of homosexuality <laughs> coming straight into your ear, if you know <laughs> what I'm talking about. It's in there now. Yep, yep, yep. Got it in. Um, well, let's see. <laughs> so I had a sexual harassment thing the other night, um, which, <laughs> which is one of my favorite things. I uh, I consider myself quick on my feet, but there are times where I amaze myself, and this was one of them. <laughs> this guy, so I was talking to uh, my friend Xanax, who is a, a dealer who I work with, uh-huh. a beautiful girl, whatever, and I'm just talking to her like a friend speaks to a friend, and then this player in the middle seat on blackjack, <clears throat> he goes, what do you do here? And I look down, oh, no, he goes, do you work here? <laughs> I look down at my name tag and I'm like, um, yeah. And he goes, what do you do here? I'm like, I'm like a supervisor or something. <laughs> and he's something like, like that. He's like, know. oh, is part of your, uh, in a Swedish accent, I come to find out later. He's like, oh, is part of your job sexual harassment? <laughs> what? And I was like, first, 
instant saw red. I was like, this motherfucker right here. That's the first thing you say to me, you cocksucker. Right. First he asked me if I work here and I'm wearing a name tag. So then, yeah. So then I go, I go, that's, you, you bring up a good point, sir. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. Shantae, Xanax. <laughs> you, Casino. You've been spoken to before about sexually harassing me. <laughs> and she goes, I'm sorry, T. Puts her head on my shoulder. And I go, you see? Inappropriate, sir. Thank you. And then I look at the guy next to him. I go, and they're all laughing hysterically. And I go, you got my back, right? And the guy goes, yeah, I got you, T. <laughs> and then I look at the other guy. I go, in HR, you got my back too, right, bro? He goes, yeah, yeah, I'll sign a statement. <laughs> I was like, and then me and Shante just stared at the guy. <laughs> just stared at him. And he didn't know what to do. Had nothing to say after that. That's awesome. Yeah. Fuck you, you piece of shit. Right. Why... Why would anybody want to scare somebody for their job? Like instantly. That's what you're doing. You're threatening my job that's by exactly me talking right. to a pretty girl and somehow you think you're fucking alpha in me. You're going to alpha me and she's going to go home with you because you are a fucking cocksucker. Right. No offense to any cocksuckers out there. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with it. We mean it like in a negative way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, but I mean, I don't understand people like that. Like, we deal with a ton of people like that who just want to go at you. Like, this guy, I I'm a, a working dad with two kids. Like, you're going to come at my job right away with sexual harassment. That's the first thing you have to say to me. Right. Maybe people don't realize how serious of an allegation that is. Like, as yeah. soon as you say that and you start that ball rolling, you're automatically guilty until you finally can prove yourself innocent. That's that yep. situation. Yep. Yep, yep. That's, and, that's and a horrible thing to say. Obviously, it wasn't going anywhere. Me well, and Chante are friends. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Like, I'm allowed to speak to my friends. And you're, I just, that drives, it still drives me crazy. It still makes me angry. I'm, but again, I am so proud of myself that I spun it right on that fucking dickhead and definitely had him walked out like two hours later. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, it happens. Yeah, well, he was a, he was a, douchebag right some people are just looking for trouble creating problems when there are no problems yeah. you know it's it would be one thing if you actually were doing that if you were like talking inappropriately to somebody and sure. he was like hey it's party and he called you on it yep. that's one thing yep. but to take a friendly conversation and turn it into something like that level of red like why would you do that like that's just you're yeah. just looking for trouble uh, it, it astounds me. And I don't even know what me and Shantae were talking about. I don't remember because that stopped everything. That stopped time when he did that. Right. And I just don't. He's definitely a poker player. So fuck you. You're not that good. They're still in town, huh? I was yeah. hoping they'd all be gone by no, the time I got back to work. They're gone. This was like a few weeks ago. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. They're mostly gone. I've I mean, been gone for a while. Yeah. 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 You were gone for like two weeks. Sweet. Yeah. And nothing changed. <laughs> yeah that's it, it's so bizarre when players just come at you so aggressively right i mean i don't we all get it we all had bad days and this and that but there's a certain level that you just don't cross like uh oh uh, yeah by the way your floor supervisor offered me uh cocaine so i just just want to say that yeah yeah he was talking about like even speaking about it like it's not a real thing <laughs> Right, like, like you not. can't just make up something like that about something, but it, in this today's world, that that's where it is. Yeah, you can just make up someone about somebody, and then people just believe it, and it just yeah snowballs, and and now you're just defending yourself for something that totally wasn't true. Yeah, everybody's guilty now until proven innocent. You're mm -hmm. not you're not innocent until proven guilty. You're guilty right away. Like anybody who uh, is on TV, radio, movies. It, any allegation and boom your career could die just because yeah. somebody doesn't like you that's right they cancel you right away you lose sponsorships you lose all yep. this stuff and it could totally not be true i mean it could be but that's better safe than sorry that's the way they are now and every day and that that definitely goes in the casino business too so you yeah. have to be careful it's, it's crazy how this whole world has come I mean, i've found myself in the office many times defending myself for stuff that just simply wasn't true but you know, it's it's I, how it is. I've been lucky, and I have not been in the office that many times for uh, situations with coworkers or players. Really, I yep. don't know. I have a way to uh, <laughs> sneak my way out of it. You know, 
Right. Almost never <clears throat> have I been in there for from a coworker, unless somebody made up something about me that I had to defend myself. That that's happened a couple of times, and and you know the the I don't know almost twenty years I've been in the business. I could tell you a story that happened to me. I got thrown in the office. Um, I was working at a casino uh, further down the strip when I first got to town. Um, and there's a crosswalk, and it's very busy, and every time there's just a lot of foot traffic that come right through there by this particular pits right by the door. And people would leave their purses hanging on the back of their chairs all the time. Um, at the time, I was dealing, and, you know, you're friendly. It was a party pit kind of atmosphere, and I was friendly with the players. And I would go, and I would grab their purse. <clears throat> excuse me and I would put it right on my shoulder and then I just go stand back in the pit and then stand next to the dealer and just carry on did with it the ever conversation. matter what you were wearing like did you grab a purse that matched or I would always try only if it matched because then it wasn't worth it obviously if it did match I would never be caught dead what if somebody took my picture yeah true you can't have that just, true I don't know if the internet existed then yeah in a small form that's pretty sweet though that's it's a good way to teach people like yo right your purse is right here anybody could just walk up and take it mm-hmm. and i was always very clear about clearing my hands and everything before i touched anybody's thing you know i knew better but i mean minutes would go by sometimes i think in this particular case it was about five minutes and then she finally turned around she looked she goes oh my god she panicked where's my purse and i was like hey right here yeah this whole time that we've been talking i've had your purse and i've been gone please don't ever leave your purse on the ground. It could have been gone by now. I'm trying to help you. And people always say, yeah, 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 when you tell them. But until it actually happens to you, you don't notice. And and I really think that I helped a lot of people. But now, this particular day, fast forward a couple hours later, I get a call I, from security. I got to go downstairs. It's this couple. And this guy, what he had done is he had taken his girlfriend's money and gambled it all. He was a kind of a bigger gambler at our property. And uh, he blamed on me and said, oh, hey. Oh, my God. What happened to all that money that was in there? I was like, no freaking way. Yeah. No way. And now I had to fiercely defend myself like I didn't steal the money. And, of course, luckily, everybody saw me do it. I yeah. made a production about it except yeah. for that particular two people. But, oh, my God, it was serious to serious as can be. That's crazy. A, like $4,000. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> I was just trying to help you. And he just saw a perfect advantage. He just took right advantage of that situation and said, I can wow. just gamble this and blame that guy. He's probably still arguing with uh – uh his girlfriend now like that motherfucker in vegas right <laughs> right stuck with that story yeah, yeah yeah so they're married with two kids and they're like fuck vegas right that guy spike remember yeah. when he stole that money yep that's the story now yeah and then now cut to a couple years later i'm out dealing out in the in the outdoor pit out there by the bar and um he comes and wants to play at my table and i was like no 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 you can't play at my table anymore yeah. i can't no way and he sat down and I called the floor over and I was like, listen, there's a situation. I'm not going to. So I never had to deal to him again. Yeah. There's see, no way. I mean, I've had some. Uh, this seven star, which is the highest rankings for people who don't know. It's one I uh, MGM. What's MGM's highest? Uh, MGM. Uh, I don't even know. I don't know. They all have rankings on sure. their cards and. uh uh, seven star at any Caesars property is the highest one. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, he's a big player. Fucking piece of shit. Shot taken, asshole. Um, he never got to me because I always dealt the game super clean when I dealt to him and just didn't laugh at his jokes but did not, you know what I mean, was never angry but just was like, uh-huh. You know, I'd stay out of conversations because I knew that he was setting people up left and right. And, uh... So I dealt all night. The guy was losing. Then he got it back, and he paid his marker back, and he was trying to egg me on, and I was shaking. And if I hadn't just gotten married and had a two-year-old, I would have knocked him the fuck out and gotten another job because he just kept going. And I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was shaking. Uh. And then he got his marker back, and he fucking whapped it on my head. Oh, and I was like, this motherfucker, I don't know what I said. I saw red, I don't know but I didn't swear. Together. I didn't swear. I don't think I might have. I would. I might have. His friends grabbed him and I was like, yeah, you better get him away from me now. And I was wow. shaking. Oh, I'm and it, so mad. He's this little guy. He's an eye doctor. I may or may not have looked him up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. I was shaking and on the verge of tears. And I had a lot going on in my life at that point, too. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. And that guy, I got him banned <laughs> from all of the West Coast properties. 
Wow. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I wrote quite a letter. I'm not. I hate writing statements, but fuck that guy. You know, right, you just can't act that way. And he'd taken shots millions of times. Was rude to everybody in the building. Uh, never tipped. You know, or he'd throw you. Uh, he'd throw you a backhanded tip. He'd throw you. He was a, a don't better. So if you're you don't know about dice, he would play against the shooter. Whoever's shooting the dice, they want to make their point. A don't player is shooting against them. So they bet that they're going to throw a seven before. So he would throw a hop the five two for a dollar when he's playing thousands of dollars for the dealers. Ugh. Just to be an asshole. So right. the other side of the table is like, you know, you'd hit it and you'd be like, eight bucks is sweet. You just won 24000 Right. Know, like... And then are you supposed to say thank you for everybody else at the table losing? Never. You, right. I uh, never said thank you, but I never got mad either. You know, I play the game a little bit. You're supposed yeah. to remain neutral, but it's they hard. Had, they it's had hard. these songs cheering for the seven. So you're cheering for the other people lose their all their money. And it, it's a bet. If you bet it and you're not an asshole, you're supposed to get excited when you win money. I get that. So when you win, you are allowed to celebrate. But in crafts, the basic conduct, um, the nuances of the game say that you're not supposed to cheer super loud when you win on the don'ts. That's, I think so. I think the don't is a quiet. It's courtesy. It's a quiet sport. As a courtesy, it's a quiet thing. It just is. Every once in a while, you get the, the worst thing. I hate that whole table playing on the don'ts and everybody's rooting for a seven. It's the most awkward game to deal. It just feels uncomfortable. I, I, I don't know. But, yeah, I think it's an unspoken rule that you're just quiet on the don't side. It is what it is. Yeah. And, but it's just another bet. Like, if a guy's a nice guy and is betting the don'ts, we have tons of them. They're just quiet. They just play the don'ts. They don't cheer. They don't rub it in anybody's face. Sometimes players on the do's are the fucking assholes. Right. Who, Take who, that, buddy. Yeah. Ha, uh, ha, ha. Yeah. It's like, calm down, man. He right. didn't say that when he won. You know, like. Th that's exactly you right. You won. Enjoy it for yourself, not because you beat that guy. You're you not... beat the casino. Beat the casino. You can cheer against them. Nobody cares. That's who you're playing against, the casino. Yeah. Poker is different. When you're playing live poker and you're playing against the guy across the table, that's one thing. But everybody in the casino, I think we've said it before, I you're know. trying to beat the casino, not anybody else. And in poker, always stand up and cheer and point at the guy when you beat him in a pot. Every single time you should do that. <laughs> Eight <laughs> just, bucks, take two. Just bitch. part of the game. Ha ha, I took your big blind. Douche. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh it's it's craps is the the best game in the casino because there is two sides to the table. You know, blackjack, everybody's playing against one hand. Everybody. So when the dealer breaks, it's awesome for the table. Mm -hmm. Um but craps you can actually pick the other side and be like, <laughs> everyone's gonna lose. This guy sucks at shooting. I mean <laughs> you are subtly saying that. <laughs> yeah, I but I'd say I can't go back and forth. I can't no, go. I, I, yeah, I don't either. And sometimes it might be the smart thing to do, but I can't. I remember I had the system when I first was. We learned it's, how to play it's in Detroit. Always the smart thing to do. Yeah, but I just it doesn't seem to be fun. So no, it's I, not. I I had the dumbest thing. Here's what I came up with. I was only going to be on for one roll, no matter what. And I was going to press this and press that. I had it all written down on this piece of paper, and I brought <laughs> it with me. Yeah. And I and it was working so great for about forty <laughs> minutes. <laughs> And then I just got crushed. But I, for like 40 minutes, I was like, I've found the answer. And I was so proud of myself. And then all my dreams just got crushed. Yeah, there's no beating them. I mean, you can beat them occasionally. You can play smart. But smart is the casino side. I mean, the, the house wins because the odds are in their favor. That's it. So they're talking big numbers. We're all talking little numbers. If I go win 300 bucks at the casino right now, that's cool. But next three times four times i go probably gonna lose 200 so boom there it is back in spades right so oh yeah we went out we went out last night and i think i lost 100 bucks and then tracy gave me one more 20 dollar bill she said here we're gonna play these video poker nickel ones triple ones and i hit a royal on one of them it was like 200 bucks for Hell nickels yeah. so then we got our money back 200 and some change so that was all good but yeah most of the time I've never hit a royal from unless I was playing nickels. That's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty brutal. Right, I'm like two hundred bucks, but we were so ecstatic about it. We're just fleas. That's yeah, it. no, I hear you. I won my first. I've been here for ten years. This is I don't gamble a lot, um, <clears throat> comparatively. 
I, I have. When I first moved out here without kids and stuff, I used to play poker all the time. Single is a way different kind of gambler. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I hit my first uh, taxable, I don't know, two months ago. Oh, nice. Yeah. When my car shit the bed, it was amazing. 1600 bucks, And I was so exhausted, but I was... Uh, it was somebody's going away party. They were going a day shifter somewhere. I'm not sure, but... I told these uh, two Korean friends that I would stay until they got there because they never come out. And uh, I love them. They're fantastic. They're just, you know, that's not their thing. They're they're very Korean, so they don't go out drinking with everybody. They keep it at home. They have kids, you know. Right. Um, is that a, okay? Now it's I don't know if it's good or bad. It's just it is what it is. But they were like, we'll come if you stay. So I stayed, and I told my boy <laughs> we were – Busting balls about football, and uh, he's a Jets fan. Uh, that's a professional football team for people who don't recognize the name. Um, Are they from Winnipeg? <laughs> yes, yeah, not the hockey team. Oh. Okay. Um, no, and I'm a Pats fan, so we were bullshitting, and I, I, I love him. He's a great guy, but he's, a, he's my enemy in sports. He's a Yankee fan as well. Fuck the Yankees. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> um, and he, I said, I just want to hit a seven spot on Keno. I've never hit one, you know. I just want to hit one once. So then we're bullshitting. I'm hitting the button every once in a while because I'm not. I put twenty bucks in, see if I get a free drink or maybe win a hundred bucks, which right. has happened many times. So then I hit a seven spot and without flinching. I just looked over and I was like, "I told you, bro. I just wanted a seven spot." <laughs> and he was like, "You fucking kidding?" And it was still going off, and I had no idea how much it was, and it was like sixteen hundred bucks. Nice, best. Yeah, yeah, told you. Yep. Boom. Yep. I settled most of the tab and I bought some people cigarettes who I'd been bumming off of and then dipped. Tonight we live. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I was like, another one. <laughs> Food's on me. Some I don't know what I bought, but Yeah, I've only I've only ever won once too. Nineteen hundred bucks and nobody was around. I was all by myself. It was like five in the morning Nothing at, wrong with at that. uh one of the local casinos here in town. I was putting in my football bet after work one day and I was like yeah, and I looked around and nobody was there. And That's I was like, amazing. Yeah. I was like, oh, and I didn't even have my phone with me to take a picture. And then the first thing the slot attendant said was, she goes, oh, if you would have gotten one more of those quick hits, you would have won thirty thousand. <laughs> and it was like I won like nineteen hundred. I was like, oh, I was so happy until you said that. <laughs> why? Yeah. Why do people ruin that? Right? It's like, oh, the hand before was a royal. Uh, <laughs> But, you, I mean, I know you got it straight, so that's cool. Right, yeah, this is cool. I, <laughs> yeah. hope, I hope you're having a good time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Enjoy. Enjoy what you could have had. And it, to give you an idea of how dumb I am, I was, like, all paranoid that I won. I went into the bathroom, and I put it, like, in my sock. <laughs> and I was like, I'm leaving. Nobody's going to roll me on the way to my apartment. Yeah, like, yeah. that's not even going to happen. It's such Never. a small amount of money. It's and, so funny. Yeah, and it's 5 in the morning, and it's right. the saddest place in the world. There's no one there. <laughs> even the thieves have gone home. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I used to do that in Atlantic City. I always used to put, uh, you know, if I had a few hundred bucks on me, I'd put that in my sock, and then I'd keep like forty bucks in my back pocket, so it looked like that's where my money was. Right. I don't know, that was my trick. I never got, never got rolled in AC. I, I heard got, it's really bad if you go. Uh, I've never been brutal. there, but I heard if you like right outside of the main boardwalk, I guess they call it. It's just nasty. I saw it on the hooker shows, but never been there. Yeah, it's it's brutal. It, and there's great food all around, but you got to step off the strip. And if you do it late night, yeah, watch your ass. Because, like, all right, so we were there. It was a bachelor party of 14 of us. Now, I'm six feet tall. At least five of the guys were over 6'3". You know, we have two giants we hang out with who are 6'7 and 6'6". Six, six. Jeez. And, uh... So we went off the strip to this little Mexican spot that's amazing. I forgot the name of it completely, but we went in there. I went in first, ordered my food, came outside to have a cigarette, and uh, these two guys roll up on me. <laughs> and they're like, you want to buy a watch? And I'm like, no, nah, I got a watch. And I showed him my watch. <laughs> Did he do like the move like in Coming to America where he opens up his jacket and no, he's like all watches? No, no, no jacket. It was a, <laughs> uh, a white dude and a black dude. And uh, he's like, 50 bucks. I'm like, nah, I'm cool, man. He's like, 20 bucks. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I got a watch. I don't need a watch. He's like, but I'm hungry, man. 10 bucks. I'm like, nah, I'm good. You know, because he was getting aggressive. So I got aggressive back. Right. So he walks up the street, makes a phone call on his StarTech or whatever. This was a long time ago. <laughs> on his Nokia uh, box phone, he makes a phone call. I'm watching him. Um, I go get my food. I come out. I'm watching him. A car pulls up. 
in this alley right where I'm it looks like I might be heading. <laughs> right. And uh he talks to the driver, they come back, they kinda go down the alley, and then one of my boys comes out, then another boy comes out, my another dude comes out, another dude comes out, <laughs> another dude comes out. All big guys too. Not like we're not uh a carnival act, you know, we're not little men. <laughs> right. And then I see him <laughs> he goes to the driver, he goes at slaps the side of the car the car drives away <laughs> so i'm finishing up eating i walk by him and uh now the, now we're 14 deep fuck you and i'm right. like you want my fries bro you said you were hungry and he's like fuck <laughs> you i'm like oh what's the matter man i thought you were hungry uh, <laughs> i thought you were hungry he's like fuck you and i was like calm down <laughs> we right. just kept moving but uh, yeah i mean i was about to get robbed obviously i would never get robbed in that situation because i would go the other way right yeah all you gotta <laughs> you do it just takes common sense i mean sometimes there's nothing you're gonna do yeah you know but i, I don't think people pay attention if it all to me if you're in a bad neighborhood somebody says it's a bad neighborhood just keep your eyes open because you're gonna see motherfuckers if you keep your eyes open that's right i think that's part of growing up in a city or in a city setting you know that's growing up in detroit and you grew up in the boston area it's it's just part of it yeah and the the problem is that people grow up in a in a rural area there's nothing wrong with that it's great and it doesn't make you anything it doesn't make you prejudiced it doesn't make you ignorant but when you go into a city situation you don't know anything about it so your fear sometimes causes problems that's i, I feel like well, right. Same thing with me walking through a farm, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, hey, don't walk there. Their bull is going to crush you. Are you kidding me? Why did you just walk there? I was like, I didn't know. I thought it was a friendly cow. I don't I, know. Yeah, I got so freaked out driving through uh, Arkansas. <laughs> I was just like, I don't know. I don't I'm, I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> like <laughs> like the swamps and like all kinds of crap. I don't know. It just, to me, I don't know anything about the deep south. Like, So that kind of freaks me out. Cities, I, I'm all right. I get it. Um, most for the most part after dark be more careful <laughs> that's my advice in any city <laughs> in any city after dark neighborhoods change <laughs> i'm just afraid of snakes that's where it's at for me it happened on my vacation we were putting away a ladder or something i had to grab it at my, at my how do you masturbate at my aunt's island i don't i pretend it's a worm <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> that works that works yeah I don't have to pretend. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I, I said, hey, man, I feel like I'm in the naked and afraid. It was like a marshy area off their island in the back where they keep their stuff that doesn't really matter. And we were putting ladders back there. I thought I was going to get mauled by, I don't even think there is poisonous snakes, but in my mind there was like a water moccasin ready to get me. Yeah, I get a little bit terrified by that too. But we had, we had swampland behind my house in the suburbs, so. <clears throat> I I don't know. I didn't see many snakes. Uh, I knew they were there. My cats would bring them in. Uh, I saw my cat Spike, named Spike because I obviously wanted a fucking dog. <laughs> it's a great name for <laughs> a dog. It's a great name for a dude, Spike. Hey. Um, and uh, I saw my cat dragging this huge black snake by the <gasps> head out of the swamp. He had pierced it right in the noggin <laughs> I just bro was dragging the thing towards the cat door <laughs> and i was like ah nope spike no you're not bringing that in the house but it was huge i mean he was dragging it like a dog oh my god <laughs> pure terror cat. that yeah. just elicits pure terror in me right there <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh. all right uh let's see what else we got here oh uh uh I yeah, know I lost it, man. I think we could talk about uh, the different management styles between the East and the West and in between. I'm sure we've already touched on it, but uh, I was thinking that would be a, a subject of amusement. <laughs> right. I think we both started with East Coast mentality. Yeah. yeah. So what do you think of when you when you hear East Coast mentality, what does that mean to you? I think of when I broke in on Dice, right? Um I was friends with all the dice dealers because one of my best friends got me the job and he was a craps dealer. So they assumed I dealt craps anyway. <laughs> so they were like, I haven't worked with you yet. And I'm like, I don't have craps, so that makes sense. <laughs> and uh, then I finally got it. And my box man, one of the good ones, a, f a good friend of mine, love him. Um, he's kind of big in gaming now. <laughs> so I definitely couldn't say his name. But he used to punch me in the kidneys when I'd make a stupid mistake. 
on a dice game. <laughs> like fucking knuckle me right in the kidney. I mean, I I actually pissed blood once. Wow, jeez, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Really... We did not fuck around. Wow, that's a that's a real punch. Okay. And my uh, my boys, <laughs> we used to. I mean, I tap one of my friends out. He was on day shift. I was on swing, or vice versa. And uh, I would just sneak up behind him and whack him in the kidney in the middle of a payout when he was <laughs> sprawled across the table, <laughs> and he'd have to take it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was brutal. We have kidney shots out there. In yeah, the, in the East Coast. Because we took pride in dealing. So the box man was a part of your crew. And if you sucked, you were a representation on him and also a shitload more work. Right, right. So I became a good dice dealer very quick because, well, I don't like getting punched. We can start there. Makes sense to me. (laughs) And secondly, there's more pride in East Coast dealers. They, They have to be good because you will be mocked relentlessly if you're not. Still to this day that way? Uh, I don't know. I haven't gambled back there in a long time, but I think the mentality always stays. I think it's changed because obviously nobody's hitting anybody at work anymore. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. It's not happening. And it wasn't happening then either, but like I wasn't going to go tell anybody. Right. Maybe in something like North Korea, Russia or something. Maybe. I don't know where. Place like that. But yeah, in America, no way. Mm -mm. No. And, but it, but it wasn't happening then either. I mean, we're talking about. I started in the business in two thousand, so it's not like people were. That was a regular thing. We were just watching a lot of Jackass and uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> Nitro Circus and shit. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. So we were we were knuckleheads. We were like frat boys. Right now, there's such a thing as I believe is malicious farting. I think you know you can. Oh, he was farting at me. <laughs> he was farting I'm at get me. So much trouble <laughs> for that. <laughs> Because uh, I fart at people all the time. If I don't like you as a dealer, I will come over and let one go right next to you and walk away. Hey, he did it on purpose, man. <laughs> a lot. What? He did it a lot. He was farting at me, <laughs> I believe. Prove it. <laughs> I want you to get a nose in my ass and see if it smells similar. I have this jar. I saved it. I had it open <laughs> underneath my table. I put the lid on as soon as he was done. <laughs> Jarred fart. <laughs> There's, there's exhibit a, a there's a uh another podcast i'll give them a shout out not that anyone's gonna listen but your mom's house is one of my favorite fucking podcasts and Chris, christina pazinski is a uh, one of the comedians and tom segura is her husband and they are so funny and she used to her and her girlfriends used to fart in a jar and put it in the mail and <laughs> mail it to another friend so they'd get the jar and open it and the fart would still be in there that's a and it works yep and it worked that's amazing it worked (laughs) she (laughs) said she sent one to france (laughs) it's crazy it's crazy you have to label that as a poisonous gas i um i mean somewhat toxic is that what you do you know may cause lightheadedness But you do have to write fragili on it, you know. R- fragili. <laughs> fragili. It's look, it's Italian. <laughs> it's it's a glorious prize. Wonderful. I don't know what he said. Uh okay, so that's okay, when you say that, all right, I think of that as more like sweating the money and stuff, but I think that so we, I, never, I, we where, never sweated the money. Where I broke in, uh there was definitely mostly uh East Coast people as well. A lot of Atlantic City, some like Connecticut, but mostly that. And we were 99% break-ins in Detroit. And it was um, not as much. I never got hit or anything like that or, or like my shins kicked or anything like that. But it was you were not allowed to turn a fraction off your game. You no, faced forward. Not. Yep, yep. You did not turn around for any reason. Game security was legit. Yeah, absolutely. It was very enforced yep. and like for real. Not like kidding around. Like, hey, turn around on your game. It was like for real. You better yep. not do that. You will be written up. Yeah, that's right. You, yeah, you. There was no <laughs> reaching behind you and getting a tissue. That was like an instant write up. Like you. I don't know, and I don't know if maybe it's changed back there. Maybe that's all. I mean, maybe it's the same, but out here, I mean, dealers turn around and yell at other dealers across. They have carry on a full conversation with another dealer next to them on another blackjack table while they have players, and there's not much you can do. They want to pretend like we're supposed to do something, but there's out here it's so lax, and it's but what it is is it's so based on customer service, you know. So if you're good with customers, that's all they really. At the end of the day, I feel like that's what they care about. 
Right. Well, that's definitely a difference out here is, is it's more customer based. I would be curious to know because I think that that has rapidly changed in the last 20 years. So maybe it is different back there as well. But there isn't a lot of pride in dealership. In de Does that even make sense? Pride, pride in dealing out here. Pride uh, dealership. Yeah, pride in dealership. I, I, don't they sell Subarus? <laughs> uh, you know, so there's obviously still great dealers out here, but sure. you don't hear about it. You don't see as many people doing the press moves and all that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. Take one, leave one. Right. You know, uh, yeah, so, you're right. Um, but yeah. that's what we were taught. We were taught all that stuff. We used to go home and practice. Yep. And our, our one... Uh, uh, liberal thing that they gave us uh liberal that's now that's a weird word but uh they would let us do stick calls <laughs> and if you had a good stick call they'd let you get away with it so that was our our way like my favorite one ever was uh <laughs> if a two aces snake eyes all that stuff if it was two i'd be like two that's crap like jeter <laughs> <laughs> two three twelve are considered crap so and not everybody would get it the first time, so they get it every once in a while. But some players still know me as the guy, too crap like Jeter. They always butcher it. They're always like, too Jeter with the crap. Like, that's, nobody says that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Too, too, too crappy Jeter. Yeah, Snake Eyes Jeter. What? I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. That's how people say it to me. And I'm like, I know what you're talking about, but. Yeah, yeah so we had, we had like, uh, I worked with this one guy, uh, Laau. This dude would rattle off, I mean, he he's done some comedy and some hip-hop and stuff. Um, he spoke so quickly on stick, I couldn't keep up with all the shit he would say. He'd be like, coming out, highs, low, CZ, horn up, down, 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 Clinton, and then the Red Sox, and so on. Hey, just keep going in English. I, I don't, that sounded like Korean or Japanese or something. <laughs> I wasn't but, sure what that is. Yeah, now, just so fast, I had no idea what he was saying. <laughs> And and he was good, dude. Every once in a while, people would catch something he'd say, and they'd be like, did you just call me an asshole? And he'd be like, no. What? But he definitely no. did in right. that stick call, call the guy, too, from stick a douche or something. You know, like like you couldn't keep up. He was always so fast. That's funny. Yeah, like the yeah. Micro Machines guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there was another guy, and I stole this one, another guy who said uh, – Whenever a die would go out, he'd be like, hit him in the ding-ding. <laughs> Every time the die would go out and hit a player, he'd be like, hit him in the ding-ding. Nice. <laughs> so funny. I think I always said, go, oh, got him right in the cheeseburger. <laughs> that works. <laughs> I, you know, when we first started to, we thought we were so slick. We were like, skinny Dugan. Like, we, like nobody knew what we were talking about. Like, we were yeah. being secretive, and they probably knew one wanted to punches in her face yeah yeah yeah. yep you think all this stuff when you first get in the business and you learn all this stuff it's like undercover stuff yeah but it is actually because most players especially in vegas that's the difference too you you get so many novices here everybody's here for a different reason and gambling is not necessarily it so a lot of them don't know how to play craps so we teach a lot of people and you get a lot of rookie mistakes and like uh i don't know it's it's a very different environment, so it makes sense that it's more uh, stringent back east. But I also, my casino was, you know, in the middle of nowhere. It wasn't in Atlantic City, so you would really, uh, I don't know, you'd, you'd have to, uh, it's definitely different in AC, you know, uh, but their customer service sucked. I don't know, no offense to Jersey, but, I mean, it is Jersey. <laughs> What so like in Connecticut would they get a lot of conventions and stuff like in Vegas they get like SEMA and stuff like that would there be those kind of things there or did the people going there were for sure going there to gamble you had to go out of your way to get there they were really just there to gamble okay. I mean we'd have conventions we had huge convention halls and stuff like that but you wouldn't notice really it, it never made a big dent in our business I always felt, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong about that. I'm sure we could talk to some other people from back east who would say very different, very different ex um, experience. Uh, probably at the same casino because it was so big that you would have a different experience on which side of the casino you were on, you know, completely. One was like the flea side and the other side was the high end side. And very sharp lines in between, like broken up. Yeah. Like, was it like two halves like this? Oh, yeah. Two it, completely like there's craps roulette 
It was like Blackjack. a quarter of a mile to walk to the other casino. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. It was something crazy, you know? Did but you the, ever, like, have to, like, be working on both sides for whatever reason? Or yeah. Were you, you like, if you were, like, an extra or they closed your table, you'd get shot to both sides. Oh, jeez. But you'd go to the scheduling office. When they closed your table, you'd go, we had an office that was kind of in between. And then they'd be like, go to pit four or go to pit 22. Oh, it wasn't to... just like a pencil on the floor. No, there was had an office. four people in scheduling at all times. Because there was just so many tables. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the EO list was, I don't know, three pages, four pages long. Jeez. Yeah. So, like, uh, and EO for novices, again, is the early out list. In most casinos, not all, they have a list that you can sign, and if they have extra dealers because they close games and things like that or start with extra dealers because they don't open certain games, people get out early. I don't think that – and then they get obsessed with that. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know if that's common in every business or not. I don't think it is. You know, when I waited on tables and when I was a bartender, sometimes, you know, your section would close, you could get out early. That was there, but that was more every once in a while kind of thing, and it wasn't. But like in the casino business, that's like a thing. And every casino, there's Stay where's the early out list. That's like you when you go to the next next place you work. It's it's like the, one of the first things you learn. It's so funny. Definitely, yeah, yeah. You learn about the EO right away, and it's I don't know. It's I think it's a cool thing. I think people take it for granted in our business too. That if you you can work a half day. You just got to get there sometimes, you know? Right. And I wonder, you know, because I've, I've been working in the casino business for so long now, but, like, I, in a factory, I don't think you have to sign in and clock in, do you? I think you just clock in. Like, in other jobs, I don't know. That's, to yeah, me, that's I've, true. you always have to sign in. That is pretty dumb. You have to sign in. Do shift managers and stuff sign in? Do they have, like, their own special sign-in sheet that we don't know about? No, no. <laughs> no they, not at our joint, they don't. That it? The buck stops with us? We're the yeah. highest people? Yeah, and it is really stupid that we have to sign in and swipe in. It's like, shouldn't one prove the other one? Right. I don't know. <laughs> it's very important to do that, though. Yeah. I, yeah, I get in trouble for not signing in all the time. If I'm running late or something, I forget. There's a lot of paperwork somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Lots and loads of dead trees for no apparent reason. Right. But I don't know. Yeah, it's there's definitely a difference, but maybe it's just time too. I mean, I've done this for whatever, 18 years or something like that. So there's a lot of time. And there's going to be people listening to it thinking, 20 years ago, hell, I've been in the business for 50 years. Oh, my God, yeah. And it's such a huge difference between, you know, now and then I'm, I'm looking forward to interviewing people um that have been in the business for a long time and hearing those great stories because those are some of my favorite stories yeah i have a i have a friend uh my boy gregorio big shout out love you buddy um his friend likes our podcast which is cool and has been in the business forever and wants to come on and talk and we'll absolutely have you on um no question about it as time goes on we're just working on uh, breaking this thing out because right now we're in Spike's bedroom because it's summer, <laughs> so it's probably very professional. <laughs> yeah, it's probably better if we do it in his kitchen. <laughs> right, right. Where, once the kids are going to school, and we can have the quiet house back. It'll just be better. Yeah. What do we have? Four mics, technically. Uh, five. Five. See, mm. so we could bring in uh, people and have a longer show if people wanna, or we can break shows up too if it goes long or. All right. Know, yeah, we're going to try to keep it around an hour. It seems like most people f pass out after that. I don't know. They can only take so much. Well, we'll I mean, we could talk about that because I actually, I don't know. If people like it, they want more. Like my podcast, like we were talking about your mom's house, I wish that was three hours every time. I would be so excited, you know, but it's usually uh, around an hour to an hour and a half. And uh, that's obviously what they deem good. So I think we definitely have to keep it over an hour. All right. Well, we're we're into it. We want to know what you guys want to think. Tell us, please. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Leave a comment. Um, I don't know. I just say this because I hear it on the podcast I listen to. <laughs> go to uh, <laughs> go to iTunes and give us a rating, five stars if you're cool. Um, if you're not, you know, d don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't need any negative stuff. <laughs> yeah. Give us some comments like you suck, but you can give us five stars after that. I mean, we're just struggling <laughs> to get it going. Uh, right. I'll read your comment. You know, and I don't know, maybe reply? Right. Probably not. 
<laughs> hey, we respond to everybody. I'm out there. Yeah, Spike's better at that. And he's probably the more diplomatic of the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> I've been known to be a bit offensive. <laughs> but I get away with it. I don't know. I don't know why, but I do. Because uh, it's all in good fun. That's it why. is. It is. I, like, I saw this guy, Brian, uh, the other day. He's a he's a big player. I didn't know that when I first met him uh, three years ago. And uh, he, my name is Terrence, which is generally a black man's name. <laughs> and Brian is a, a black dude from Atlanta. And he comes in and he's like, Terrence, I ain't seen you around here. That ain't your name tag, is it? Your name's not Terrence. And I've, I've heard this question a lot. <laughs> so I have quite a few answers. <laughs> but I told him, I said, yeah, it's my real name. I said, I have twin boys. I named them Malik and Jamal. <laughs> so they would know what I went through growing up. <laughs> and he goes, that's the stupidest, that, that's not real. And I go, of course that's not real. Right. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever said. And I say ridiculous things all the time. Like I was like, no, of course, of course I don't. And he was right. like, <laughs> oh, oh, you fucked up, Terrence. And I was <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm good with it though. It's all right. right. And then for the whole week, <laughs> every time he saw me, he'd be like, how are Malik and uh, Jamal doing? <laughs> See? And I'd be like, they're chilling, chilling, man, just chilling, you know, dealing with name problems. <laughs> that guy, I see him all the time. He's a great so guy. That's building relationships right it there. It really is. I, I can't think of his last name. I'm not going to say it, but. You got to know what you can get away with. It's, uh -huh. you know. So then he was, he played in uh, the party pit and I was in the party pit all weekend. And uh, he's, he's from Atlanta and that's the year the Patriots beat the Falcons. <laughs> but this was the week before the Super Bowl. And uh, so he's like, the Falcons are going to kill you. We're, we're just going to, you can't stop us, this and that. And was talking <laughs> shit. So I was like, I just talk shit back. And then one time I walked by his game and I was like, <laughs> and he was like, and I was like, <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and I was like, I was watching uh, uh, National Geographics the other day. And uh, they had a thing on uh, birds of prey. And I was like, that's when you take, and I motioned my foot down. I said, that's when you take a falcon and you tear his wings off of him <laughs> with your bare hands. That's the noise they that's make. The and I was like, <laughs> 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 and again, he was like, you, there's something wrong with you. And I was like, yeah, there is. <laughs> but we laughed. Like, it was funny. I didn't see him after that <laughs> for like a year. <laughs> and he was like, oh, man, I was hoping you didn't work here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. I killed a bird before on accident when we were at the, when I was a kid uh me and my best friend Jeff were at the beach. I didn't really kill a falcon. I know but All right, just I know go. but I did and, and that story reminded me of that. <laughs> so we were cuz we were just at the anyway, so we're at the beach and there's this whole big thing of seagulls over there and Jeff goes I bet you couldn't kill one of those with a stick and I was like I could totally kill one of those with a stick. We were like maybe 10, 11 years oh, old. Yeah. So I just grabbed like maybe a three foot stick and I just hurled it like end over end flying. Yeah. Totally killed the seagull. <laughs> went right through it. I could have never done it again if I tried a hundred right times. It? Went right through the seagull, killed it. We felt so bad. Jeff wow. told on me. I wow. got in such big trouble with my mom. Oh As my you god. Should. Oh yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> wow. Horrible. Like I could have never like you're just a kid. You would never do that. Like it was such a Unlucky shot, I guess. No, oh, I wouldn't wow. say lucky I mean, shot, but if you oh ate it, God. it would have been a lucky shot. But I don't right. know what seagull tastes. Like. No, we didn't eat it. The only thing I ever ate that I killed, we we killed a rabbit with a pellet gun. You mm -hmm. know, I kind of grew up. There was a lot of woods and stuff by my house, and uh, we had to kill it, shoot it like thirteen times for to kill it. And we had to keep shooting this thing, and I've never felt so horrible in my life. And like what we did to that so we ate it because we did feel bad that was the first animal ever that was the first animal i ever gutted and it smelled horrible and it was just a little it's just not for me i'm not a hunter if you are cool no problem if you're one of those people out there and you're eating what you kill and yeah. you use it up see I'm i believe all in that. for it no yeah. problem that's fine i i don't i've never i've killed fish and eaten fish i've never killed anything and eaten it but i really have a it's one of my things now it's like a bucket list thing i have to kill and eat something all right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it because I don't recommend jackrabbit because it tasted horrible. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> recommend uh, BB gun either. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just like pew. he's like, oh, 
That was, that was the 14 year old me. Yeah. Oh, I know. He I, wasn't such a great guy. <laughs> we all we all go through it. Most of us make it through it too. You know, we do some dumb things. Oh yeah. When we're young, um, and when we're older too. <laughs> all right. At 16, I knew it all. So. Oh. Can't kill save you, me. <laughs> Fucking kill you, man. It's Brad Pitt's greatest role. And my favorite movie at work. That was Spike's phone, not my phone. <laughs> Such a great movie, man. Uh-huh. Floyd. 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 <laughs> kind of sent me, man. Yeah, I got your letter, but Floyd fucking smoked half of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great, man. He's just he's everybody's coming in, they're gonna kill everybody, and they just he's just chilling, they all just leave. He's like, All right, man. Yep. He tells him the exact truth. Oh yeah, just go to this hotel. He may watch out for the construction. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's the best stoner in any movie ever. Uh, and then uh Gary Oldman in that movie's my favorite too. If you haven't seen True Romance, go watch it. It's Gary Oldman is the white pimp. <laughs> Must have thought it was white boy day. Yeah. Is it white boy day? Nah, Drexel, it ain't white boy day. <laughs> you come in here like you ain't got a care in the world, and who knows? Maybe you don't. But since you've been in this room, there's a pair of big titties up on that screen. <laughs> you ain't even looked at them once. you just been clocking me. <laughs> it's fucking great. I know I'm pretty. He's a, I what know a I'm movie. pretty, but I ain't as pretty as a pair of big titties up on that screen. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that movie. I might have to watch that when the kids go to sleep tonight. That's just classic. Everybody has such great roles. Christopher Walken, or oh. not, uh, and uh, that scene with Dennis Hopper and Christopher yep. Walken. Yep. So great. it's one of the <laughs> most brutal scenes in the history of cinema. Oh. Oh, he knows to die. He knows he's about to die. Can I get that Chesterfield? Yeah, uh, let me right. get that cigarette. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm about to get shot in the face. Oh. <laughs> There'll be no torturing here. <laughs> Just played beautifully. Yeah, fucking amazing movie. Um, anyway, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know what we watched last night? We watched the Nutty Professor. Great movie. I should. I don't know fucking if my kids have seen movie. that or not. That's a great. But movie. you know they dropped the N bomb in that like five times. Really? <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, uh, Eddie Murphy talking to Eddie Murphy, sitting around the table. <laughs> it's just like, and then it, he, I'm not going to say it, but I was like, Isn't watching that rated with my PG? kids. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's a great movie. Who gives a shit? I wasn't offended. I'm not crying about it, but I was kind of like, that was 96, right? That word was not uh, okay in society at that. I, I don't know. I mean, but black people saying that word is just like us saying dude or bro or. It's just their word. <laughs> right. That is surprising, though, in a PG movie. That that's, yeah. That's, huh. My kids thought it was hysterical, though. Yeah, I, don't, I had my kids watching Coming to America, and I didn't realize it was rated R. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, that scene with Samuel <laughs> Jackson, it happens where he's robbing the place. I was like, oh, sorry yep. about that. Yep. Well, I mean, everybody knows Samuel L. Jackson says motherfucker. Better, <laughs> better than anyone else on the planet. Like, I mean, he is the number one motherfucker Sayer, <laughs> great like, actor, loves Sam Jackson. Oh, he's the best. But yeah, that's we're gonna watch the second one tonight. That's how offended I was. I just thought it was a strange observation. I was like, oh, and then there's a lot of sexual stuff too. That part I remember, but the the end bombs. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was funny. And then Dave Chappelle in that movie's the best. <laughs> and I used to get the line. I had dreadlocks at one point in my life, um, which is hard to see right now because i'm bald yeah i can't picture that no it's hard but i used to hear the line from Chappelle on that i heard of dreadlocks but i ain't never heard of shitlocks <laughs> i used to hear that occasionally and if said right it was funny but if you were just trying to be a tough guy it's not funny yeah it's you take the funny out of it there's a lot of tough guys mm-hmm. it's funny i see that i go back to detroit you know over the weekend or last week and to see it all uh, oh man we got we went to i took my kids to cedar point and we went on uh, the top thrill dragster hell yeah oh my god it goes zero to 120 miles an hour in like four seconds or something yeah. shoots you up 400 feet in the air that was my daughter's first real roller coaster she'd been on those little ones in yeah. circus circus but man she toughed it out and she went twice in a row because you can parent swap because we got another kid that wasn't quite tall enough. Yeah. Ugh. No, I had that problem too. I was at Canopy Lake in New Hampshire. Same problem. 
one not tall enough the other one was like yes let's go and we went on i forgot what it's called but this one that takes you straight up and straight down it's fast as hell just beats the crap out of you and Less than a minute or whatever. Yeah. And, and I was proud of Caden because when I was his age, I was like, no, my, my tummy hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I want to so bad. I don't yeah. think I'm tall enough. Yeah. That's funny. I think because nowadays everything is like so big and fast and yeah. more and more and more. And yeah. Rory, I mean, my little one was willing to go and bummed that she couldn't. But I don't know if that's real or just wanting to follow in her brother's footsteps. Yeah. You never know until it comes time. But it's so great. That's a great thing about being a parent is reliving all that stuff with your kid you can see their face and the, the pure terror just going on the rides and it's just awesome to see that enjoyment yeah no 100 percent. that is so much fun yeah and Caden, well my oldest i gotta stop saying names i'm an idiot but uh anyway my oldest is <laughs> he's an animal when it comes to rides he has zero fear i mean he went on this one ride that i like the best actually but kind of made me a little bit sick when I got off of it. One of those spinning ones where it just straps you to the wall. Yeah. But you're out in the open and the arm brings you up and sideways. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, almost upside down. And uh, he went on that 10 times in a row while he was waiting on me and my little one to go uh, do like the cars, drive the cars on a track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Old timey cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's exactly <laughs> what it is. So much fun. <laughs> That's awesome. Summertime is great. Uh-huh. No, I know. There's a lot of good stuff in the summer. But sleep's not one of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a busy life. It's all good. Yeah. So we're going to... Th- I'm thinking about uh, putting this one over to uh, the people in Europe. See what they like about Hell it. See, yeah. See if they like it. See... Want to hear some stories. Maybe one day we could figure out how to like patch in a call. Yeah. Or something from somebody over there. I'd like to hear some stories because I have no idea other than how it's portrayed in the movies, what it's like. I have a few. Uh, uh, Casinos in Europe and Well, we work with some. If you ever talk to uh, Little Napoleon, you know who I'm talking about? He's always in Pit 3 or 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh He's got some crazy European stories of uh, roulette over there where they sit on the beach chair above the game and it's government run. Whoa, really? See, yeah. now that's interesting to me. I would like to learn about that. And then I have a friend who is a limey. Um, and, he, I mean, he comes down every once in a while. We could definitely get his perspective on it, too. Um, yeah, he's a good friend of mine. So that I have two British friends who definitely and are higher up in the business. One of them's higher up, and the other one is just a dual rate or a floor supervisor. I'm not sure. All right. But yeah, they'd come in with stories and they're funny as fuck too. So they're real British douchebags. That's why I get along good with them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we we get along with everybody. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially if you're a funny douche. Uh, I'm um that's who I'm looking for. That's uh, what we want. Real friends. real funny. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Those are some good qualifications to get on the show. Yep. Yep. All right, man. Well, I think we, we've been through another week. Booyah. We're back at it, too. No more uh, old shows. We'll try to do it better the next time, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're cool. getting back. I just got back from vacation. Yep. So uh, we're, we're, we're at it. So it's going to be awesome. Let us know what you think, as always, on Facebook, uh, on Twitter, at two the number two Casino Morons. Uh, we don't have Instagram thing yet. We're going to get it, and pretty soon, video, but we got to get out of the bedroom first. You know? Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Me and right. Spike never want to get out of the bedroom. Red tube. <laughs> Red tube, yeah. <laughs> Naked casinos, morons and stuff, and guy, yeah. We? we right, it's, it's uh, like Big Brother after dark. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to watch that once. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Oh, my God. What? I don't even know. All right, you crazy kids. That's uh, I'm Spike. Uh, I'm T-Bag. All right. We'll see you next week. Yeah, drive fast, take chances. All the time.
stuff. Couple of 